Taylor, it's sorry to the party, it's Bill Mudron, I'm Daniel Lewis, we follow Pop Culture Holes, so first, excuse me, we missed the first time around, we also go onto the Disney Plus service and go to the Disney Through the Decade section, when you go to the search bar and we work our way through chronologically what they got at the time of the recording and we made our way up to the 1940s, we were talking about the three cavalry. Yeah, now we're talking about the second of the two big Latin American themed what do they call these package pictures where Disney would kind of throw together whatever they had laying around around a specific theme and turn it and say, hey, this is a movie, I guess. Um, I didn't Shrug. Realize, this was released in 1944, 1945. I didn't realize we're already getting towards the end of uh, World War II, even though technically um, Disney Plus does not always... We're going to have to jump back oh, a little no. bit. Cause I, think I, don't, the, I don't think they even have the Nazi Donald one, and that one won, like, awards. Oh, exactly. Well, and even Dumbo. We haven't even done Dumbo yet, and I know that's, like, 1941. Mm. So I guess we're doing Three Cavaliers a little early, technically, if we're talking mm. about strict. It's whatever order they're put on the Exactly. So, yeah, we're, do, we're doing Three Cavaliers, uh, which, yeah, this is... <laughs> Yeah, it's... Grandpa's, fi Grandpa's vacation footage? This feels like the deleted no. scenes from Saludos Amigos. Uh, no, it's not... Deluded... Saludos Amigos feels like the deleted scenes from this. Do you think so? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess this is also more cohesive. <laughs> you you, you think the little playing cartoon from Saludos Amigos isn't a deleted well, scene? that's the thing. As much as I was watching this, I'm going like, why am I even... What is this? Like, what, why, why is this even a thing? I was like... You know what? Still beats the goddamn little plane cartoon from the first movie. Um, There's chunks of this I like. Oh, no, no, it's not altogether terrible. And again, thank God it's short. It's like barely like it's like an hour and five minutes long. Uh, but it's funny because even looking up, trying to find out how this what the genesis of this movie was. You could just assume this is the leftover stuff that they couldn't fit into Saludos Amigos, which again is hilarious because Saludos Amigos is like 45 minutes long. Um, there, there's no, no one, uh, there's nothing online about how this movie was made or generated or, and so you could just assume this is just some extra ideas they had left over from Saludos Amigos so that they just turned into its own film. Because this year has even mm -hmm. less of a story structure than even Saludos Amigos. Even though- I disagree. This I... has the through line with Donald. Well, that's it. That, that's Saludos sort of... Amigos is just like, now nah, we're gonna least... head over to Brazil and we're gonna watch <laughs> them. Least... For look at the sidewalks. <laughs> at wow. least Ludus Amigos did have the thing of like, okay, we're sending a bunch of Disney animators down to South America, to, and like we're they're gonna tour. Whereas this doesn't even have that. It's just like Donald Duck is masturbating, and suddenly his best friend jumps out of a picture and is like, "We're going to give you some birthday presents or Christmas presents." Can't remember which one. Birthday. Birthday. I, I feel. Yeah. I feel like if you had watched them in the reverse order, you would be saying the same thing that you're That's saying the, about. They are very three caballeros, as you would be saying. About, uh, in yeah. fact, the only thing that really marks this against the only thing that really makes this any real different than Saludos Amigos is uh, <laughs> the lack of airplane cartoon, and this this is the one with all the live action footage in it, or the hybrid. Well, no, it's it's there's. It's I would it's live action footage because they didn't even do the thing. There's a couple shots in this where they do the like it's animated cells over live action footage, but most of this is live action footage of people on a sound stage pretending to interact with a rear projection screen in which animation is what? being projected. How can you on. tell? How can you tell? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which hey for 1945 looks pretty good. Although I did see people pointed out that uh, was it Anchors Away, which we talked about on the show, right? 
Yes. Which is the G? Was that Gene Kelly and uh, uh, Frank Sinatra? Old Blue Eyes. Old Blue yeah. Eyes. That's the thing where Gene Kelly dances with fucking uh, uh, oh god, uh, Itchy and Scratchy. <laughs> yeah, Itchy and Scratchy. Who's the mouse from Tom, Tom and Jerry? He Jerry. dances with Jerry. Uh, people did point out that like that that scene totally puts whatever they tried to do in this movie to shame because that's actual Roger Rabbit style like custom animation. And they did the reflections in the floor, and they did all this. Where this is mostly just rear projection, which they they still put a lot of work into this, but it's still just obviously just people on a soundstage, essentially it's just dancing in front of a of, of a movie theater screen with like a cartoon footage being projected behind them. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, that's that's the kind of that's the only thing that's really special or unique about this cartoon. I still think it's interesting that like Disney cartoon as cultural lesson is kind of interesting. I don't know if we ever if we're ever going to see anything like this again from the Disney company in terms of animated shorts that are this like well educational. also I mean yeah this doesn't feel educational whereas I think modern day educational stuff feels educational. I I, I it's funny cuz we only we only did like Saludos Amigos like 2 weeks ago but that felt a little more educational where this is more just them kind of riffing more on they're kind of doing a little more of a Fantasia, but just, like, through the prism of, like, South American stuff a little bit more. Even, mm. to, the, even to the point that they have the whole thing where it turns into the sound line thing. That they're kind of recycling that gimmick from Fantasia, even down to that point. And, uh, and I, yeah, this feels like they're also a way to experiment with, like, live action with animation stuff with all that stuff. Even though it's not really that interesting how they did it, but, um... Yeah. But yeah. It's, 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 not, it's not terrible. It's funny, too, because it's called the Three Caballeros. And you only get really get to see all three Caballeros together for, like, the last 15 minutes of the film. Up until that yeah. point, it's just two Caballeros. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like Saludos Amigos Part 2 in that way. But, but Bill, what if we are the third? Mm. <laughs> I was the third Caballero the whole time. This still has nothing on Three Amigos. I'd still rather be watching Three Amigos. But... I would not. <laughs> Even though I've never seen it. It's not you a good... Chevy Chase and Martin Short. I forgot your thing with no Chevy thanks. Chase. Which is completely justified. You mean everybody's thing with Chevy Chase? <laughs> oh my god, I was watching clips from his talk show again recently. Just going, oh my god, what are you... you, you see, there are a few people in the world who radiate prickish energy that you could feel through your TV set as much as like Chevy Chase. Oh mm -hmm. my god, you just want to slap the shit out of him. He's got those little lips. And I'm someone who loves like the vacation movies. Like I, I like I. He's been in stuff I love, but oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> three caballeros. Uh, mm -hmm. so should we? How's how's this start? Because there's hey, no story. It's just it. yeah. Oh, this is the other Donald. thing. You know what? Fuck this mm. movie. The thing already putting this against me. Fucking Mary Blair. I know she's already been involved in other stuff <laughs> for the Disney company, but this is the first time yeah. she's getting her like a really big credit. So, uh, okay, so you're not a Mary Blair fan either? She's the one that did Little uh, Small World, right? Yeah, you can totally tell. I despise her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad because this totally feels like we're two guys getting upset because she does all the cute, frilly little shit. It's I not just cute, never though. Liked her. Yeah, it's so cool. I love her color design. She does great color stuff. 
but like her, her abstract actual, stuff is all right and it's but... okay but like it's so weird that walt disney got a, such a boner for her work where she kind of like took over the design of disney stuff for like 10 years We're essentially from the mid like you like my designs but if you made them out of papa exactly. and put them in your that's totally they just, <laughs> cup on they just wiggle back and forth oh, and we call God. it an animatronic and like you could see her like character design show up in the last half of this thing and they're just it's so cloying and, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that Disney embraced someone with an art aesthetic that was different from everybody else at the studio at the time. But mm -hmm. man, <laughs> it's such a, it's, even it's a small world. Even the ride, the outside of that ride just looks so nasty. Like I've never yeah. even been to the parks, oh, but all the pictures and footage I've seen just looks so like. I have never liked it's a small world. Like the first thing you see when you go in the ride is like a cardboard cutout. Oh yeah. And you're like, this is setting a <laughs> tone. Which, how, how else are you gonna bring anything of Mary Belair's to life? Because it's all cardboard cutout paper machine bullshit. But yeah. So that's mm -hmm. the other thing. I saw her name in the credits, and I was like, oh no. Oh no, <laughs> but uh, to be fair, her influence is not that profound on this thing. But towards the end, you get no. think, things get more Mary Blairish. But God, that's one of the reasons I fucking hate Mary uh, Peter Pan even, because like her designs for Neverland are all like little melted cherry gumdrop, like little like mm. so cutesy and round and goo. It just <laughs> I feel like a dick slamming on someone who animation people adore so much, but. We do that a lot, I though, know. so it's fine. That's our I thing. Know. Especially you... the lady working the animation field back then. I'd have to give her a little bit of her props because of how many women... Oh, were... no, of course. Outside of like the a trailblazers. Hurrah, hurrah. But, but we can still not like the work <laughs> exactly. she put out. She's still a shitty trailblazer. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back in time and give her eulogy at her. At her. She dead? She's got to be dead, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Everybody from back... If you if you were around Disney, you probably smoked, and you probably oh yeah, that's a good point. Oh no, yeah, she died in 1978. Um, oh god, she yeah. designed her own uh her own tombstone. Is it all super cute with a bunch of little songs and shit? And oh god, I'm looking at her art right. Fuck me. <laughs> god, the way she draws little kids is so cloying and just. That's that's the thing I would describe her. Art. I wish I, oh I wish she had teamed up and like done a joint feature with Andy Warhol and really really just been two people just sucking their own dicks into oblivion. <laughs> oh god, I just Google him. Okay, I got I, this can't be like slam Mary Blair hour. No. Okay, anyway, but Donald Duck. We said our piece. Yeah. Donald Duck got a birthday. He got a package. Felicitations to Donald on his birthday, Friday thirteenth. Which I thought was from his cute. friends in Latin America. Yeah. He opens it up. It's just a fuck. It's just a shitload of gifts. And the first one he opens is a film reel about the most Latin American story ever: a penguin at the South Pole, like, narrated by Winnie the Pooh. I guess this is. I guess this is this 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 movie's version of the airplane thing, where it's like, why are we even watching this? What does this have to do with anything? This is the most. Did like, people back then take like 15 minutes to get to their seats, so they were like, look at the garbage at <laughs> the front. I like the idea, even Walt Disney's, you know, like, we're just, we're just, we essentially, we're making a sequel to Saludos Amigos, it's essentially just the deleted scenes of Saludos Amigos, we know no one's gonna be rushing into the theater after buying their tickets, <laughs> we might as well make the first 15 minutes of this cartoon just, like, nothing, yeah, let's be like, oh, fucking... Yeah, I guess we had a cartoon on a penguin, we'll just say that's... I, I heard Larry had a... Larry Stinkums, he had a pitch about a penguin. Well, I think it was. The setting? I'm assuming this, because like this, this, this is one of the most blatant excuses of just like we already had a cartoon. 
uh, we already had this animated. Uh, I guess we'll just justify this by, like, having the Joe Karaoke at the beginning of the, the, the cartoon be like, Whoa, I'm from South America, but there are birds even farther than South America at the very South Pole. No, that's not Joe. That's just some dude. Is it just some dude? It's not. Well, it's, I guess it's yeah. Winnie the Pooh. It's 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 a Sterling Hall. Well, no. At first, it's a narrator. Oh, there is an. Okay, like, there's two different narrators. Now okay. I'm gonna take send it on over to Winnie the Pooh. Seriously, the most remarkable thing about this cartoon is the fact that it's Winnie the Pooh without doing Winnie the Pooh's voice. You get to actually mm -hmm. hear the guy's normal voice, and I didn't. I never parsed that guy as being from the South because it's like the super thick Joe Jackson. He's all like the penguins are down south. I can't do Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> it's like, but it's funny to hear. I it never. Oh, that, I thought you were just doing like a breathy Southern person. I didn't think you were trying to do Winnie the Pooh. Uh, <laughs> sound like a Southern. Joe heart. Jackson. That's why this is my Winnie the Pooh. It never occurred to me that Winnie the Pooh would be like a voice you actually have to put on, even for the guy who invented Winnie the Pooh's voice. Because well, it's like it's growing up, and the first time you see that Star Trek episode, you're like, Piglet. <laughs> I know exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, actually, there's a man that sounds like that. There's like that's how he's not. That's not like like that's not like a person just made up that voice. Like someone stuck like sounding like that every day for the rest of their lives. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah. So yeah. Winnie the Pooh's just. There's. Is there anything you to talk about? Like it's a. It, it's. It's. It's a penguin who he hates the cold, and so he's just trying to get he, out yeah. of the South Pole. And mm -hmm. I. I like how he kind of makes an engine, out of. Like he puts a hole in his in his bathtub, and the water well, pressure he makes that into a jet, so he can actually like fly up to the equator. Mm -hmm. Oh no no no! It's a, he well like no, that's that's so, later. I'm no. watching it as we're talking about it. I can't even oh get the shit. Well, straight. he always dreamed about going to the tropics. He had postcards on as well, so he starts to trek out. But when he gets too far from his stove, he freezes, and they gotta thaw him. And he knocks over penguins like bowling balls because that's never that joke. I never wonder been if that's the before. first instance of that joke, though. Hell's no. You don't think so? Okay. <laughs> no. It is such a. It is a cute. Any. You know what? Any joke where people yeah, things yeah. get knocked oh, over, you know there's a bowling ball sound. I laugh. The design of the penguins in this is better than anything in the plane section. In the oh, that's true amigos. too. Yeah. Well, that, at least they're all unique looking. That, I did appreciate that, and it's a little bit like they're setting the template for the Mary Poppins penguins in a couple, in, mm. well, not a couple years, a couple he, decades, I guess. He tried again with the stove attached to his back, but that didn't work. He slid; it's too heavy to get up a hill. Slide, crash, boom, bang. So then he strapped a bunch of warm water, water bottles to gag. himself. Like, yeah, I grew up. I grew up with one of those in my house. I didn't. I with a water today, bottle. I, I don't think I've seen one in twenty years, though. <laughs> well, that's like who cares about you know, like water bottles are such like like if you're gonna do anything like that, get an electric blanket or anything like that. Water bottles are such like an early twentieth century technology. But then I was like, hmm, I will look this up on the, the Amazon. So oh, yeah, and I looked it up. And somebody was like, hey, you know what we need to do to sell our, our water bottles? Oh, no. what? Have a sexy lady bottle it. And she's all, ooh, the diarrhea sure is acting <laughs> up. Oh, you know what's going to strap a water bottle to my stomach and look at it like it's my lover. It was it a hot lady? It wasn't just like a woman demoing the... Oh, my God. Did you send me a photo? What are you doing to me? Yeah. Oh, God. Because I was going to say, I know <laughs> just women... Say We'll use hot She's water got bottles the pangs. when they're menstruating. Let's see. Well, on a nice lacy bed. With a <laughs> She's got like a hot water bottle ankle. belt. What is this? 
<laughs> what huh? the fuck is this? Yeah, get like an electric blanket. Although I know people have burned themselves with an electric blanket, but oh my god, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's great because it's yeah, it's it's really like this elongated like a water bottle belt that's like in fluffy fur with like a mm -hmm. like a lacy. Uh, what if there was a lady holding that long water bottle with a seductive look on her face saying like, hey, would you I like just, to stick something in my water bottle? Are this going to have to be the podcast art for this week's episode? That <laughs> <laughs> inexplicably. Yeah. Just, oh, God. Yeah, well, yeah, it's hard to make water bottles seem sexy, especially because the only people buying them are going to be... Well, they're trying. Oh, God, like 98 years like, old. Like, ladies in their underwear showing how to use it. <sighs> God. Hugging it like it's that lava. Uh, do you think... Do you think people make water bottle, hot water bottles? They, they, it's also the same factor where they would make whoopee cushions. They just label them differently, but they get the exact same product. I'd like to think so. Yeah, because, I mean, they're, they're, they even look similar, where it's that fleshy pink bubblegum color. It's... <laughs> Man, actually, hot water bottle, if you fill one of those with warm oatmeal and eat that in bed, just, like, squirt it into your mouth, it would actually be kind of nice. <laughs> Because the insulation would keep it warm, like, indefinitely. You could, uh -huh. you could just snack yeah. on it all night. It <laughs> would be awesome. That, um, you know, that is one of my favorite all-night snacks. It's just the <laughs> oatmeal with a slight rubber tinge to it. I and mean, the flavor. You, know, you have to pay the price for, for, for comfort and uh, ease of use. Anyway, mm. we're talking about... God, anything anyway, he melts any and goes through the Anything but the Gaudio cartoon, yeah. <laughs> he goes to the... Yeah, South, mm -hmm. he ends up in the tropics. <laughs> they melt him, and then he just cuts his his igloo off and sails away to go to the tropics. Yeah. And that's and then, uh, this is the real excuse to show like South American stuff is like he's he's like yeah, kinda. He just drifts by all this stuff, and it's like oh look over there, there it is. Oh bother, let's get go. And as ironically, <sighs> he ends up on an island. He actually passes the equator. Which you think if you want mm -hmm. maximum warmth, you stay at the equator, but he goes up even north. Well, a bit. it um, says he he got stuck at the equator, and then as Bill would call it, some cuphead bullshit Neptune helped him. Yeah, go this is. I, every time we see some cuphead bullshit, I keep on thinking that's going to be the last bit of this. Maybe that'll because it's 1945. <laughs> this is getting mm -hmm. late for cuphead bullshit, even by Disney standards. So I wonder if that might be the last real cuphead thing we see uh, chronologically, mm. but. Oh yeah, this Chris Neptune comes up and lifts the. Oh, equator. you missed. Oh, we missed the three great zingers in a row. What was that? Where one one day, a tiny little rain. Well, wait. Uh, one day, a blanket of fog rolled oh. in, and it actually rolls in. And he says, "And it was so thick, you could cut it with a." And then he cuts it with a knife. And, and then this is. And then there's a foghorn, and Winnie the Pooh says. Must be near Cape Horn. Yeah. Oh, you I guys didn't even get it because it's a park. horn. Because it's uh... mm. oh, God. a. That's the thing. Park, Disney, there, lovely animation. The jokes maybe not so great all the time. Yeah. Oh my God. One day a tiny little rainstorm cloud dropped a piece of rain on him. Then that scene ends. I thought that was cute. And then another day he saw Robinson Crusoe in the distance. Then that scene ends. That's kind of a joke, and... I guess. It's just. I yeah, guess. Okay. He made a left turn at the equator, headed for the Galapagos. <clears throat> but oh shit, that old hot sun is melting his ice boat. He didn't count on that. Everything melts. Climbs in his tub, which leaks from the plug at the That's bottom. That's the thing I was saying. That was a clever idea. That's a very Bugs Bunny idea. Mm -hmm. He uses his hat to bail the water out, and then he shoves his shower head in the hole, and it launches him across the top of the sea, and he lands on a little island where he can relax in his hammock. 
like the hammock they got in the hammock district, and now he's in paradise. Part of New York sometimes. City is the hammock district. Heck yeah! Is that a joke? Is and, that some, something I forget? The hammock district. Bill. Wait, I'm like, what? Oh, Bill, like, what Bill, obvious thing Bill. am I forgetting? Bill, 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 Bill. What am I doing? Okay, what did I yes, do? Yes, sir. I was wondering where if I where I could get a hammock. What? I I'm totally blanking on this. What's the reference? Scorpio, Bill. Scorpio? What the hell, Scorpio? Whoa! <laughs> Hank Scorpio? What's... Yes! Oh, is that... Ah! Uh... Okay. <laughs> oh! Because he's got the... Yeah, because they live in that planned Homer community Homer wants to get hammocks just... for his, the, his subordinates. Because I'm thinking, goes... like, the fabric of the dressmaking district in downtown New York City, so I'm like... I'm... Yeah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I, hate you. I hate your face. It's been a while what since I've I seen do? that episode, too. I made a joke about one of the most famous and beloved <laughs> episodes of The Simpsons. Probably that's the only reason the entire generation even knows what a hammock is, is because of that joke, but yeah. Have you ever had gotten in a hammock? Man, when you're a fat man. <laughs> when you're a fat guy, sometimes you'll see things in life where you're like, that's a skinny person thing. I'm not even going to attempt it because I, I think... <laughs> I think the last time I was in a hammock, I was like 12. And even then, as a fat 12-year-old boy, it was like, I could not relax. Because it was so like, I was, I, I felt like I was going to flip over at any second. Hey, Bill, yeah. let me tell you something. That is a universal okay. thing. Because <laughs> I can see if you had a hammock where it was being suspended by all four points to something. But the hammocks where it's just like one string on one end and one string at the other... You gotta do some fucking gymnastics to get in. I've it. seen other people try to get into a hammock, and all they do is flip around like it's a goddamn cartoon. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thank you. Um, and the, the, I mean, the fabric ones are okay, but then you get the ones that are like rope, all meshy, and you're like, ah. Seriously, at that point, I'd rather just sleep on the ground. I've had better nights sleep like in the dirt than I would have mm -hmm. ever had in a hammock. So, yeah. Yeah, so Homer was not thinking when he put you know, a whole hammock district. Oh. oh, hey, how he gets to thinking about how the South Pole would be nice again. Aye, oh, that's the funny, funny joke, yeah. Especially. And then the, the narrator says, <laughs> never satisfied. Well, that's human nature for you, even if you're a penguin. Shut oh. up. <laughs> Shut uh, up, guys. This is like some fucking sub New Yorker humor here, yeah. So now let's hop over to the The Andes. last drawing Lucas. of his penguin buddies in the photo that he brought with him where his penguin buddies are all sad and shit in the snow is I thought was actually pretty <laughs> cute, but anyway, but yeah, no, that that's the end of that cartoon. Look at some birds in the rainforest. Each not much to say. Jokes are made about how they look. Eventually we get to the Arakawan bird, because fuck it, we're Disney. We can just make up a shorts wearing red headed bird for no reason that just says or whatever it does. Doesn't that character come back? Like it's just, it's just like it's just, it's like Woody Woodpecker ten years before Woody Woodpecker became a thing. And yep. I swear to God, I can't remember where else, but he does end up showing up in something else Disney-related. I can't remember. Yeah, he's been in a couple things. Yeah, and it is... He pops up here and there. It's kind of the closest thing that I've seen Disney ever get to, like, Woody Woodpecker or, like, the original, like, version, like super crazy version of Daddy It's, Duck. uh, um, voiced by the guy that did Goofy's voice. Oh, Pinto Kolvig. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, well, it was just, it was the, what was, he was the father of the guy who played the bum in UHF that we talked about in that episode, but... His most famous, uh... Mr. Um, his claim to fame <laughs> so I, I did like the gag where this fucked up little pink bird walks out of the screen 
onto the like the the the, the light from the uh, projector that projector. Donald is using. Yeah. That that that's almost like a Warner Brothers worthy kind of gag. That's how I that's how I that's how I measure all the value of the the humor in these cartoons. Is it's like would that would that be good enough for a Warner Brothers cartoon? Because like Disney is not very good with the laughs in this shit, but. I wonder, it had to be the same gags, like, the same guys writing gags for the feature films as it was for the shorts, right? Because there's some funny Disney shorts, they're not all bad. I guess? Um, well, we're getting some Chip and Dale stuff coming soon, that's always a good test, because I, I used to really like the Chip and Dale shorts as a kid, because they were such fucking assholes, especially because they would fuck with Donald Duck. So he had, like, three assholes all trying to screw each other over, and that was always pretty fun. I guess mm. we'll find out, because, yeah, we're going to be doing those cartoons soon, so I guess I'll get to see yeah. if my memory is uh, deceiving me or not, but... Anyway. Flamingos! Yeah, flamingos. And then they're gone. They get to use whatever jokes they didn't get to use during Fantasia. <laughs> in this Never bit. mind that now. It's a story told by now old gaucho from Uruguay. God, this fucking... What? <laughs> what is it with this fucking... Disney's infatuation with this gaucho bullshit. I, I must have been one of those things where they're like, okay, like, all this South American shit is pretty alien to Americans. But this gaucho shit, it's the closest, it's a, its essentially a South American cowboy. We gotta hammer on this because this is something that, that people will understand. Like, it's, because Americans love cowboy shit, so they're gonna love this gaucho shit. Um, mm -hmm. this, this, this is the one thing that really feels like just like an outtake from uh, Saludos Amigos. And this also mm. <laughs> brings me back to my point about Animal, well, I mentioned, oh, yeah, I, I guess I didn't mention this on the show, but uh, Animal Crossing just had a gaucho-related update to the game where uh, they just, uh, just with the new, like, August uh, 2020 update for Animal Crossing, they added a couple new seasonal items. Uh, one mm. of which is a new, did you see these things? Uh, one of which is new, no. a new horse springy thing ride, which they already had a couple of those in the game. This one is specifically... Uh, Brazil themed. It's a it's a gaucho horse, like yeah. little springy ride thing. But I thought that was funny that like to add, right when in the middle we're watching these gaucho related movies that they actually have a gaucho related horse ride suddenly show up in Animal Crossing. Right, it's not an actual ride you can get on, um, but yeah. it's you know it's still a thing you can put in your town and you touch it and it kind of swiggles back and forth. That's all you can really do. You should be able to ride. You can ride those things in in, in Resident Evil Six. You should be able to ride them in <laughs> Animal Crossing. Resident uh huh. There's a playground you run past. I haven't played it, but I've seen. I keep why well, that's the thing. I keep on. There's hearing... a playground you run past in Resident well, Evil Six. Well, supposedly you can play on the playground. All the shit in Animal Crossing Pocket Camp you can play with, but like for some reason in the yeah. console version you can't. So yeah. And, and like yep. yeah, none of your villagers actually interact with any of that stuff you lay around to. But in Pocket Camp, I guess they do, and everyone's waiting for them to fix that shit. But anyways. Yeah. So... Good luck waiting for that. So yeah, anyhow. Yeah. Uh... This story, he going hunting for condor birds. Is the kid version of the guy that's talking? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because he's out of his okay, house, yeah. gets dressed to go hunting alone, not forgetting his hunting knife. And they, and they do the, the whole. This, they listed all the gaucho equipment in the first movie too, so yeah. they've got a real boner for like the pantalones and the the, the blah, blah blah. Someone must have sketched a gaucho getting dressed, and they just thought that was the most amazing thing that they have to make they make a meal at in both of these movies. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. He goes here and looking condors. He finds wings. They're very big. But they weren't no condor. It's a ding dang flying donkey. What are the odds? Very cute flying donkey. And do, have you ever seen this before? Because I, I must have seen excerpts from this when I was a kid, and I was like, I, I mean, I've, I've watched, I've, like, a I've watched a lot of this. Oh, okay. So, yeah. 
I don't think I've ever seen this movie before, but they must have broken this set mm. into, into its own show. Probably. Shot. Must have seen oh, it I'm during sure. like a Disney Disney Channel free weekend event or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. So he uses his Bolodoras or whatever they're called his to wrap Bolero up his things legs. Little, his Ewok yeah. trap shit. Ewok trap. Yeah, Balls Ewok trap string. shit. Yeah. Which don't work when you wrap up the donkey's legs because it's just got wings and it flies. Ha <laughs> ha So he tries to grab it when it gets close, falls off the ledge, donkey saves him. He the Kipper girl. I just <laughs> melted. Well, this cartoon kid... dazzled you into stupidity. <laughs> wow, okay, yeah. Kid pretends to give up, sneaks up behind the donkey, jumps on its back, and eventually he trains it, yeah. ties it to a string, has it fly circles in the sky, and he named it Burrito, because that's a word that white people can be comfortable with. And you know what? I didn't realize that actually, in retrospect, that makes sense, because Burrito is just means small burrow, well, you know, which is mm -hmm. a donkey. So how the hell did that get turned into what we know as Burritos? At first, because yeah, I was like, I is that know. racist? And I was like, no. I looked at him and I was like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. I, it's more like, how did the food ever get known as a burrito? But, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so burrito <laughs> burrito, and and Uruguayan gaucho kid become best friends because the they have a snack. Friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going to win some money. The narration. I do like hot. I think the narrator guy for this is actually kind of nice. Especially because yeah. it must have been hard to find... I'm assuming it's not just a white guy putting out an accent. I, I think the vocal talent, the, the Latin American vocal talent they got for these uh, these movies, because I love the narrator of this, and I still love uh, the the guy who does the voice of Joe uh, Jose Carioca. I, I really like him. I'm gonna yeah. shut up and let you talk. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, the, he's gonna use that donkey to win some money with some hot griffs, and uh, there was a fiesta the next day. People dancing, play games, but he didn't bother with that stuff. He was gonna join the races, win some flipping thousand pesos, and everybody laughs at them because they're just Whole little. Dollar. They're big. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know pesos aren't worth like pesos have never been worth much compared to American money. I can't imagine how much it was a thousand. You, you would think that would be ten dollars in, in today's money. I have no idea how much that would have been in 1945. Yeah. Who knows? I'm sure. Actually, I'm sure people smarter than us know no, exactly. Yeah. But anyhow, I, you could uh, the data's there. Yeah, you could find it easily. But yeah, if only we were near computers, we could Google. Oh, we had access but to a global database. If only if I I guess I should rephrase. If only we cared. Oh, God, I just looked down uh, at my computer and I got this lady with a giant phallic hot water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough of that for me. Okay. So everybody laughs at them. They get left in the dust. This is the race. And they, even though the jockey stance happens, and then the rest of the razors zoom by them coming back, and he uses his knife to cut the saddle, holding the wings back, and zip zap. I did like the establishment off. of the knife, and he's got the knife, and it's the knife that frees the donkey so he can win the race. I did like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the laziest kind of like we got, you know, like just setting in a little plot element that comes. Chekhov's gun element that shows up literally like like two minutes after it was first introduced in the cartoon, but like, yeah. Mm hmm. So he wins. He won a hundred or a thousand pesos. But oh shit, the donkey flew up in the sky and the jig was I up. I didn't get cause... the idea because I guess he's going so fast no one can see that the donkey is literally flying. And I guess I guess it's only until the donkey flies up into the air that everyone realizes they quote unquote cheated. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't get. I didn't get why it was such a big deal <clears throat> at the end when. He well, they cheated. Everybody's pissed yeah. and they just fly away. And he says, "What became of that flying donkey?" You ask. Well, neither him nor me was ever seen again as long as we lived. Well, that <laughs> certainly doesn't answer what they the say. question. He says, Adios, amigo. That's it. 
Okay, yeah. is he dead? Is this the ghost of that guy? Yeah, I talking, guess. Telling a yeah. story? This is this is how Nobody I Nobody ever saw me again. God, yeah. No, it's like it's, it's... that donkey flew up to the stratosphere. <laughs> we both froze to death. <laughs> it's like the. How did you solve the icing problem? It turns into the end of Iron Man One, where they could like, oh god. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but yeah, that's that's. I like how it's secretly a little quiet horror story about how this guy died and his ghost is telling you how, and it's very yeah. ridiculous. But... Film ends. Donald want more presents, so he pulls out a pulsating smoking box, opens it up. There's a book about Brazil, and Joe Carioca is inside, all tiny and dancing, and asks him, "Have you ever been to Bahia?" Get and ready to hear this word a whole bunch. Bahia. Disney loves Bahia. I don't know what you know? happened to Bahia for them to say, you know what, we need to dedicate 20 minutes of our movie to Bahia. But holy Somebody shit. Somebody got the best oral sex of something, their life Something, something. Someone had sex with a donkey or something. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> happened, but yeah. Donkey shows were invented. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Um. So yeah, Jose. So now here's the song. Oh, uh, Joe starts talking. Uh, oh, that one bird comes Asshole in, bird steals, steals a cigar, a cigar. off. Whatever. Man, I, I, Joe close says, if he closes his eyes, he can see Bahia. He can smell the sea. He can hear the music of Bahia. And then there's a song. Bahia. I, that is the Multiple. It feels like they're trying to, like, essentially redo the Brazil song from the first movie, but they couldn't get the rights, so they just kind of vaguely kind of do the same yeah copyright infringement mm -hmm. brazil song multiple shots of uh multi-plane paintings it is of Bahia nice and, and this is where you get really first start to get this uh the the, the feeling of mary blair's uh imprints on the movie because the colors are all punked out mary blair you colors. Were gonna say her stink all well over no it. this has actually been painted by real people no, who know how to draw right, in perspective yeah. it's so mm. but you can tell like in terms of the color design her influence on this but God, I, fucking yeah. I guess this is so i get <laughs> i guess this is when people went to go get their popcorn refilled they needed that yeah. well this this is this all this is all like fantasia shit because it's just an excuse to have the song it's not even fantasia scenery. shit it's just background well that's what i'm saying but like it's it's like even like the start like even the song starts like the camera pans through the city and it goes into the forest and their song starts and like there's a thing with like water droplets like descending like falling off of leaves into the water and it's all like mm -hmm. very just i don't want to say masturbatory jerk off stuff but it is all just like it's just another excuse to have a combination of music and, and pretty visuals, which, you know, very Fantasia, but it's not the... So some old white lady in the audience can go, oh, I gotta go to Bahia. I know, yeah, it's totally like fucking travel... The, the fucking travel bureau of, uh... Of, uh, fucking Brazil paid for this kind of shit, but... Yeah. You know so what? Song I, ends... I have to remember, mm, too, because this is a lot less impressive. Because, you know, we get to watch whenever we want to watch whenever, but, like, in 1945, we're, like... No one had TV. Books had just been invented a couple years before this. <laughs> like, going to the movie theater and seeing, like, this punked-out beautiful widescreen colors of all this beautiful animation, this would be gorgeous to see. It's, of mm. course, you know, us watching it now on Disney+, Plus with so many more better animation things that we could watch and stuff like this is not that impressive. But I still give them credits, especially because I'm sure this was not Disney's a team working on this because this is them just kind of like you know, fulfilling the obligation to the to the american whatever you know because they we talked about this and with the saludos amigos how they were commissioned to, to waltz dad yeah, to, to try to fight Walt, yeah, waltz dad and what waltz surrogate mom 
Um, but it's still pretty. Um, yeah. Does he not? Because I see it like they do that little bit, and then they kick out, and Joe Carioca is talking to Donald again. Mm -hmm. He asked him thing? if he's been to Bahia. Oh, okay. And well, no. Then let's go. And then Donald eventually they sing a uh, song. He so makes this is multiples still just the of intro. himself. Oh, okay, I see what's happening mm -hmm. here. Yeah. And Donald jo asks Joe. <laughs> Donald Donald finally gets annoyed. It's like, have you been Bahia? And he said, No. <laughs> I do like so that. So then they, that was, yeah. They go go they go to Bahia by jumping, getting all small. Donald, he bonks Donald on the head with mallet to shrink him. Yeah. And they jump into a book and travel through some velvet paintings on a train. I do, again, even though this is even more Mary Blair, I do like... Uh, this uh, This is part of me. I grew up... when well, I was born in El Paso, Texas. I spent a lot of my time when I was a little, little grew kid. Grew up surrounded by velvet paintings and crying crowns. Actually, because crown. we would always go to uh, Juarez, Mexico, and there were a lot of velvet paintings, and so I have a, I have a weird, like, affection for black velvet paintings, even though I know they're terrible. Uh, but especially even with, this is obviously, all the backgrounds in this little train sequence were obviously designed by Mary Blair, but I think because it's, like, done in, like, the, the, the black velvet style, I, I, I really kind of like, I like how the colors pop against the black. And I do like the gags, mm. because the little bird, he shrinks down and jumps into the picture book with the train, and, like, derail, tries to derail the train, but the trail put, puts itself back together again, and anyway, the trail, yeah, the I like train the, finally... I like the music tune that plays while the no, train's No, it's cute, going. it's very... It's, 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 not, it's not your typical train music, but it still reads as a train sound. It's still rhythmic and stuff, but it's cleverly done and looks pretty, and... And, but yeah, the train eventually does take uh, Tiny Joe Carioca and Tiny Donald into the book so they could mm -hmm. s pretend to interact with live-action people for the next 20 minutes. Yeah, so, hey, what, uh, they get to the book, yeah, like you said, and opens it up, and it's a set. I do like the thing what, where they're inside a pop-up book. I like that. That's a nice affectation. Mm. But what is that sound on the distance? <gasps> is the Yaya. <laughs> She's what? a real lady with a lot of teeth. Is she, and she, sells is she cookies. the Yaya or is she just singing Yaya? He's, well, Joe says it's Yaya. Oh, they don't even. They, they, I'm watching it now with the subtitles on and they don't even translate the subtitles, so all I know they're singing. There's one point uh, in this, I think it's this, it might have been in the other one. Yeah. In Salidus Amigos, but you, they, they, the subtitles have Joe speaking like. It shows the Portuguese on screen, but there's one point where it just says "speaking Portuguese." <laughs> like they didn't even, they were like, Ugh. "Yeah, it was like it was like five minutes to midnight." They had when they had to get the subtitles <laughs> done. They're like, "Yeah, close enough. No one's gonna be. No one gives a shit." Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I'm just, uh, this looks like this, this does not look Spanish. So I'm assuming everyone here's uh, singing in Portuguese because yeah, "Sumo que faz hoita yaya meda 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 umado." Yeah, this is yeah definitely Portuguese. Um, she makes Donald and Joe real horny. Man, this is a recurring theme. And she also the makes them into rear projection cartoons. Yeah, yeah. She's she's walking on a treadmill in front of a screen, pretending to walk down the street, and she suddenly suddenly Joe and Donald get real blurry. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, for nineteen again for nineteen forty five, it's pretty well done. But you can totally tell that like that's yeah they're just being projected on the screen behind her and. They do a good job. I mean, actually, the live-action footage in this scene looks really good. Like, the blown-out colors and stuff. Like, 1945 color looks really nice. And uh, mm -hmm. she ends up... Uh, I guess she's not Carmen Miranda. She's, like, Susan Miranda. She's Carmen Miranda's sister. So it's not quite the lady with the <laughs> like, ball in her head. But... So she's... She's like Steven Spielbergio, <laughs> exactly, the budget yeah. version you get. Yeah, Carmen Miranda cannot be bothered to fucking dance with uh, Joe Carioca and uh, fucking Donald Duck. And she's suddenly surrounded by a bunch of Walt Disney clones in, in little strawberry <laughs> Failed hats. clones. Well, they all have little, that's the funny 
anything because I, I know that's what a lot of people use as the argument for Walt Disney's mom being from Latin America is that he looks like all these dudes. He's got, even down to the fact that he wore a pencil little mustache just like all these dudes. But yeah, so this is like her backup band dancers and everything like that. And so they're all just dancing in front of the in front of the, the, the rear projection screen with all the cartoon footage with Donald and uh, karaoke and stuff. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Disney's DuckTales will return after these messages. Disney does it again, for the merriest musical screen surprise of them all is headed your way. First, a new personality is added to the Disney Hall of Famous Characters. Panchito, the Mexican rooster. A two-gun choro who joins his fine-feathered friends Donald Duck and Joe Carioca. Son of a gun, it's a pleasure to see such fine gentlemen in Mexico. We're three caballeros, three gay caballeros. They say we are birds of a feather. We're happy amigos, no matter where he goes. The one, two, and three goes, we're always together. They're the three Cavaleros, a reckless, amorous, swashbuckling trio riding a magic carpet to romance and adventure. And here's a surprise, a glimpse of the newest thing to hit the movie since talking pictures came in. Walt Disney actually combines for the first time on the screen cartoon with flesh and blood personalities. Aurora Miranda, singing and dancing star from Brazil. Dora Luz, outstanding radio and screen star from Mexico. And you'll always belong to my heart. Carmen Molina, sensational Mexican dancer. a whole screen full of Latin American lovelies to set free feathery wolves on a laugh and love spree. Romancing, dancing, singing the 16 happy songs by three of Latin America's greatest composers. Yes, 16 top tunes for your heart, a thousand thrills for your eyes, and no end to laughs in Walt Disney's latest pleasure-packed full-length Technicolor feature, The Three Caballeros. Now, back to Disney's DuckTales. And all of these dorks come out of nowhere playing music for her. <laughs> dorks is, yeah, yeah. And somebody's like, hey, Jose, what instrument do you play? Me? Why, I play the tapping a pencil against my teeth while <laughs> looking like I just took a dump in my high-waisted grandpa yeah, pants. Watching the, this one, that's one of those moments where I'm sitting there going like, man, this is where this journey through Disney through the decades has led us. <laughs> is to like just watching for like two minutes of this guy playing a pencil on his teeth in front of a movie theater screen while Donald Duck's pretending to watch him do this. Yeah, it's kind of like weird, but I'm glad we do this, but it does take us to some odd places sometimes. But yeah. Well, how else would you have seen that, Bill? God, so many high waisted pants. Everyone You're, here, oh. it's like they're, they're the future Grandpa Simpsons Association of America here. South America, I guess mm-hmm. I should say, but Jesus Christ. Oh god! Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess like I guess Jose Carioca he ends up starts dancing with the uh, fake Carmen Miranda and I guess fucking yeah. Donald turns green with jealousy, which I did see was uh, in the goof section for this movie. Someone points out that his face turned green. I'm t- I'm assuming they're talking about a different segment than this because he does turn green for a reason. He's green with jealousy. Yeah. But I don't know. I'll have to keep an eye and, out. And 
Donald goes up to her and is like, Hey, Toots, you ever seen Howard the Duck? I haven't seen from it. I'd like you to watch. <laughs> Have we talked about Howard Duck on the podcast? No. That's an awful April potential. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure it's not a classic? It's, it's I, I personally beloved. do have a soft spot for, for Howard the Duck, but... Oh, God, there was something else I was thinking I was surprised we'd never done before. Awful April, mm. I can't remember what it was. It was something I was just thinking about last night. Shit, I should have written, mm. written it down. Oh, anyway. Man. So then another real dork shows up with fruit on his head and a, like, cracked egg-looking hat. Yeah, yeah that's... Hold it there. Well, assuming, I, I'm assuming this is all shot on a soundstage at Disney Studios. And so I don't think this is... I wonder how many of these people are actually even Latin American versus, like, people in, like, in brownface or whatever the fuck. But, like, yeah, I get the idea that some of this costuming may not be legitimate. <laughs> Especially that cracked hat. No. That cracked egg hat, which looked very... Like, you know, it looks like some of the props and costumes that they would wear for, like, when they were filming reference footage on those stages mm. for the Disney uh, uh, feature films. But anyway. So anyhow, Donald tries to kill that man, but... <laughs> They decide to dance. Oh, he gave Donald a gun. Holy shit. Uh huh. More ladies show up and they take all the dads away and they leave Yaya alone with Donald. He gives her flowers. She gives him a smooch so he can hallucinate a bunch of colors and shit. Oh, yeah, and they start dancing more around this. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, and they turn into cockfights. Yeah, <laughs> well, they kind of silhouette two of the guys dancing. And then, the sil yeah, suddenly they turn into kill uh, silhouettes of chickens trying to kill each other. Which, that's mm -hmm. interesting. Um, mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, they, I mean, it's it's kind of like, okay, whatever, but... Uh, they dance through the streets, bringing the, the city to life. The, the streets, and, the houses get weird faces and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. It's slightly kind of psychedelic. Yeah. yeah. You know what? This is yeah. still better than fucking Yellow Submarine, though. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> I'd rather watch this movie three times or rather... Rather than watch the Yellow Submarine <laughs> one more time, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And as Baya, Baya, Baya dances, the book closes, crushing and murdering everybody inside. The screams muffled. <laughs> Are you telling me they murdered Yaya from Baya? Mm -hmm. No! She was a beautiful human woman with real blood that starts Aww. leaking out from the pages of this All crushed cartoon teeth. book. Joe pulls Donald out of the book. He's high as hell, so Joe has to slap him in the face to get him back. <laughs> And he asked Donald if he liked by it, and he's like, fuck yeah, dancing, moonlight, beautiful girls. He turns he into, like, he gets into... all womanly for a second, too, which is oh, like, oh, God, my God. all tits and everything. Yeah, Donald wanted to fuck human women as a thing, thing throughout this whole movie, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe calls him a wolf and reminds him he has more presents, but they can't get to the box. They're tiny, or to, to quote Donald, unfortunately, unfortunately, he says, what? Oh, I'm a midget. Oh. He actually says that, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he looks at Joe and says, You're a midget, too. And I said, Aw. Oh, no. <laughs> you could have dubbed that over, Disney, but okay. <laughs> yeah, again, I was about to say, like, I'm really kind of honestly shocked with all the smoking and stuff that happens in these movies. Uh, I'm mm. kind of surprised that, like, they let Joe Karaoke just keep on smoking and the use of the words midgets. At a certain point, Disney just has to let the shit go and say, Hey, you know what? I mean, that's what they did. They just put it on the service as is and say, They put the content warning saying, Hey, this is made 945. What are you going to do? And that's it, you know, so. Yeah. For most of this stuff, there's still some edited stuff on the service, but I'm glad they didn't fuck so with this Joe's, too much. Joe says, don't worry about being tiny. Just a little black magic is all he needs, and he sings a song, blows on his finger, and Dean his gets all normal glows. size again. He like, pulls out his finger, and it's like glowing for a second, too. It's his mm -hmm. magic finger, which becomes and, and a thing. Donald tries, yeah. Donald tries to do the same thing, and uh, 
I watched this part so many times as a kid because I love the gibberish. Well, it's not gibberish. It's a different language. But the way Donald does it, it makes it sound like gibberish. Oh, is he speaking Portuguese? He's doing whatever Joe did. To oh, make okay, the, okay, okay, yeah. But fuck, this part is great, Donald. I love it. It might be my this nostalgia, but like him saying like "bucky bucky 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 poo" and falling out of his stuff. Yeah. Oh my it's great. God. I love it. This is turning me on. Favorite part of Three Cavaliers. <laughs> it's just the Donald turning into like balloons and shit like that. Or more of this, yeah, that too. But this the song he sings before he is I'll, singing I, now. I, my my my, you kill my head. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, because Donald's being hilarious. This uh, is alarming as shit. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, the sound that Donald, because he get he starts getting made into a balloon, yeah. and like his ass gets spread out, <laughs> and then he, the sound that Donald makes as he's slowly cresting over, <laughs> the pained sound he makes. It's great. Uh, that's, 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 I'll, I'll have to rewatch this with the sound on again sometime. It's fun to watch. I'm watching it right now, but yeah. But Jose Carioca Hopefully you'll remember to put like that little song that Donald sings in. <laughs> here I'll see. It might actually be difficult to find the soundtrack, but I'll see what I can do. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Karaoke, he comes over and says, hey, you're using the wrong finger. You have to blow into your forefinger. Idiot. I don't know what finger mm -hmm. he was blowing into before, but yeah. His thumb. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Donald blows himself back up. Thanks, Joe. For, jumps in the box. Opens a huge box marked Mexico. Which I realize this... this is the justification for this whole thing existing is rather than just being all about Latin America, now they can squeeze in some stuff I about Mexico. Just, yeah. They slap their heads and say, we forgot Mexico. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that feels like how this movie was generated was like, well, like, well, like I said, they must have had a couple spare bits left over from Saludos Amigos, and they're like, well, what do we fill out the rest of this one? And they're like, oh, let's do some shit about Mexico, and so that becomes mm -hmm. a whole like, yeah, we're about two thirds of the way through this, so the, the last third of this becomes all about Mexico. Donald, uh, Donald and Joe dance to the Three Caballeros <clears throat> theme with the sound wave from Fantasia in the background. And Donald, Donald Duck actually becomes part of the it. sound wave, and it's like, holy shit, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, this is... Starts screaming and pain yeah, and agony. Yeah, this is more psychedelic than anything in Fantasia, probably. And mm -hmm. Yeah, this this is uh, this is actually, like I said, it's probably more fucked up than anything in uh, Yellow Submarine and, and more entertaining, but it turns into this giant, like, painted pinata at the end that explodes. Yep, it explodes. And... Oh, sending... What's hmm? the name of the characters? Who's the third caballero? Panchito Pistol. Oh, okay. Pistolones? Yeah. Okay. Panchito? Yes. Which I'm watching it right now. He's not saying his name, so that's why I'm asking you. No, I don't think he says his name in this. Oh, okay, yeah, that's weird, because he's just saying, a pleasure to meet you. I'm a fine gentleman in Mexico. Here, amigos, Donald. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he just he doesn't say his yeah. name. He just comes out and starts throwing sombreros yeah. at the guys. Okay. Yep. <laughs> he gives him sombreros. And says, now they are three gray caballeros, yeah, and they're going to sing that song. I was like, okay, why haven't I not heard the song before? But the fact that the, the, the refrain is, we're the three gay caballeros, is like, well... Wait, you haven't heard this song before? No. Where am I going to oh. hear this song at? I don't know, man. I'm like walking down the street, people are blasting the three caballeros theme. Isn't that what he does at the end? Doesn't say anything. He holds that boombox above his head and it blasts the three caballeros. Uh, you know, I've never seen CA anything, but I'll take your word on it. That's how I would prefer that movie would end. I've never even seen it. That's how most movies end. Wait, not say, wait, is, did I mix up my movies? What's the one with the boombox above? Well, that say anything, right? Because it's John, John, okay. Cus not Joan Cusack. John Cusack. That's actually how Joan, Joan Cusack wins over uh, uh, fucking Fester Adams' heart by by holding up a boombox with <laughs> the three caviaros. <laughs> oh, but yeah, this so, is. Yeah, I've never I like heard the, the part. Three song before. 
Uh, I like that because uh, I like the part where they 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 say uh, Donald says who says so and they point guns at his head and he sweats both. That's and well he points a gun <laughs> at the camera and the barrel and the gun starts singing. Like there's mm-hmm. again this is stuff that like if Disney had their druthers they would probably edit now. But like yeah. I like that they left all this weird shit in here. It's not like super violent or anything, but it's the stuff you can. Build. I also like the part where uh, Joe and uh, Panchitos pound their asses against Donald. <laughs> this stuff. Yeah, no, I like <laughs> make Donald an ass sandwich. I do love th- this whole musical number is actually pretty cute, and there's some really random shit that happens. But yeah, yeah, it's funny just to see three guys having a good time, just sexually abusing each other while also threatening <laughs> each other with guns. It's pretty great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time Donald sings along or times to hold a note, it's great. Also, and... it could be. I guess they are singing in three different languages. I mean, they were singing mostly in English, but then you have uh, uh, karaoke. Sometimes he slips into Portuguese, and you've got uh, Panchito. Mm-hmm. I guess he's uh, s- uh, slipping into... What do they speak in Mexican? Yeah, they speak in they Mexican. They speak in Mexican. <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Panchito... Uh, Hits a last note, holds it forever. Donald and Joe trying to get him to stop. Oh, yeah. Murdering him before he gets faded away. I wonder if that would have been inspired whenever they had whoever came in to sing the song. They must have been like, oh my god, this guy's really going to try to hold his note as long as he possibly can. This would be a great gag for the cartoon, you know? Mm hmm. Oh, so he turns into a pinata, right? Yeah, he comes back with a pinata. He's "Ah!" he's one of the clay pinatas, though. Yeah. Which the, you and don't Donald's see that like, often. what's the folks a pinata? Oh, yeah. He says, it's the very spirit of Christmas. Now, here's a story we didn't try to make interesting. It's just <laughs> it's a bunch of dorky, ugly fucking kids wandering around looking for shelter for Mary and Joseph statues. Oh, God, this fucking thing. that This is the Mary Blair. Okay, yeah. Is mm-hmm. it even animated? It's just a bunch of still no. images. Because I think. Of kids looking like. <laughs> this is totally like. I can see like Mary Blair would have drawn these. Like he was, she she would have drawn these like storyboards and like art design images. And everyone like, I could see Walt Disney going to the rest of his crew. Was like, okay, who's gonna animate this? And everyone else is like, oh for fuck's sake, we this we can't animate. This is we'll just we'll just put the still images up and have a voiceover. Just like we'll just read it like a storybook to the audience. For fuck's sake, thank God, because yeah, I get... these these kids moving would be horrifying to see. <laughs> God. Especially yeah, the kids get turned away at everywhere until one house is like, yeah, come on in. And then the kids went inside and ate everyone in, in that room. <laughs> murdered, a, murdered a family. So then you're saying the kids are just... They were like, you should away. never invite vampires into your home. <laughs> oh, God. Benchito's like, hey, now you gotta smack that shit, the pinata. So he blindfolds Donald, they start pulling the pinata, so he misses like you do. Eventually, Donald hits it and just shit, that flies all over the damn place. God, is this the. A lot of pots were inside the pinata for some I guess reason. So, yeah. And this is like and, the uh, whole last third of the cartoon is just. Well, I think the, the not... pinata was actually filled with cocaine or some Something. sort of drug, because this whole last section is just a fever dream. Well, suddenly they, well, they, they, they call up a magic blanket. Uh, like, mm-hmm. I guess a flying serape, they call it. Yeah. And they fly into... Do they fly into another picture book? And then suddenly... Well, they're... first they look at the flag of Mexico, and he's like, oh, God of the Aztec right. commanded people to find an eagle eating a serpent. When they found it, it was sitting on a cactus in the top of a rock in the middle of a lake. So they built the city there. Now that shit's Mexico City. 
Now listen to a boring ass song as you look at some more concept art that we just put in the movie rather than do anything. Yeah, again, this movie damn it, a little unfinished. There's a strike going on. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly the, the characters are flying over live action footage of mm -hmm. just uh, I. It's <clears throat> it's strange seeing Mexico in a Hollywood property without the pish yellow filter that they. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like completely unrecognizable without the piss yellow mm -hmm. filter. Um, yeah. yeah, so they kind of fly over, so there's some fishermen with these giant, like, weird butterfly nets, which I yeah. thought looked kind of cool. Um, and that's that. Wasn't that that's fun? That's it, Phew. and then suddenly we're just going to show live-action footage of people dancing on a Mexican village set. Well, they watched some people dance straight from Mexico, Bill. Not a set. Heavens no. This, this, this is Mexico, is not some backlot in California. You think they're fucking... They're filming this in Southern California. All you have to do is drive down like an hour and a half and you're actually in Mexico. It's not like and they the, have to the, fly back down to South America to film this. The costume department was like, make sure everybody's nice and clean in their white outfits, but don't give them shoes. Make sure they wear the ones we threw away the other day that were fine apart. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The fucking soles are flopping around <laughs> and everything. They could use the shoes. What are you doing, they Disney? They could use the shoes from uh, Coco. Um, mm -hmm. but, yeah, I'm, I'm just... They get... That finishes. Yeah. They get back on the carpet, fly to another section of Mexico. I can't remember. I, I guess they're not, no longer in Mexico City. Yeah, okay, so they're... No, yeah, it's they're, they're, Cruz. Just, they're just jumping Veracruz. around between a bunch of different cities mm -hmm. in Mexico, yeah. Yes, well, once again, deep in real Mexico and not a set. This looks no, like they're on sir. the set for Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Uh, they, yeah, like, ladies dance, dudes sing, music's played, Donald it's dances with one. It's not bad, it's just repetitive. Hey, Bill! Yeah? I feel very white asking this, so I apologize. So you're gonna ask another white guy? Uh-huh. Uh-oh. This is never... This, all these the ladies is, are... <laughs> okay, okay. All these ladies are just Caucasian, right? I, I hate to say it while watching they, this, I was trying to figure it out. Because <laughs> it's... I... I mean, because I know everybody looks like Walt Disney, but the ladies look like like Disney was like, we don't want to scare anybody with tanned bodies. I kind of wonder because I, it's it's hard to tell how much of these are just actual Hispanic people versus white people versus Hispanic people still with just so much makeup caked on that they look like fake human beings, much less whatever their their race may be. But it's, something it's... puts me off about the lady that Donald dances with. She, she, they did something with her makeup. Yeah, it's it's a little plastic looking. It's a little difficult. Yeah, it's it's it's. Something tells me that like because it's the Disney company, they weren't that used to dealing with live action stuff. And that they definitely really... some of the ladies are straight up just Caucasian. Oh, you can guarantee that like at least half the people on that set are just like just, just the, 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 half of them are probably fucking Disney animators, much less even actors. They even got brought in. I was I was, I was about to joke that like half, half like half the people on the set are just like white actors. They brought in just to fill out the the Mexican crowd. But like yeah, I was like, like they're probably not even actors, but they're probably just like fucking. It's probably Ward Kimball and Ollie Johnson and like the nine old men, <laughs> fucking like in a dress mm -hmm. pretending to be a woman in the background and stuff. But yeah. yeah, I got a flamenco lesson one time from some white 
pompous ass lady. Oh, yeah? oh, it was awful. Yeah, I was like, geez, Louise, she all tried to talk proper and whatnot. Was like, there a specific gig that you needed Flamencos. to know flamenco from, or are you just trying to fill out your? No, nah, it was just a class. Oh, okay. and I was, it was awful. I hate. Flamenco's fine to watch, but man, trying to do it, the counts are all weird. Flamenco sucks. I always get worried about like people who who, who claim to specialize in all their cultures that are still who that they they themselves are white. Because there's always a thing like mm -hmm. me, they're just like fetishizing this stuff, and it's not like I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 weird, but says the guy who's Anyhow. in all this Japanese bullshit. But <laughs> anyway, hey, but I don't how... pretend to be giving an like to be an expert. I'm not charging other people for advice about like Japanese art. You're not giving like, a Japanese art course. Exactly, yeah. So that song ends, and birds fly off on the carpet and head to the Acapulco to lay out some ladies on a beach. And Donald gets horny for footage of somebody's grandpa. This is or the grandma, whole end of the grandpa. movie. Is Donald just wants to fuck every lady in Acapulco? It's mm -hmm. fucking wild. Mm-hmm. But you know, some of those ladies. How you doing? Oh no, no, say I mean justifiably. I don't have Donald lands on a table. I, There's one on the right that I was like, oh, I, that is a very I tight ba bathing suit for with the era this came you know out. What I'm in. watching some of this now, and I don't know if it's supposed to be. I don't know if it's supposed to be just stage makeup or it's sunscreen, or if some of these ladies have been quote unquote browned up. But like, so, there's this mm. one one woman who kind of like pokes Donald on the head. If you look at her mm -hmm. thighs, like right where her bathing suit is riding up, it's like it's like it's white skin but the rest of her legs are like 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 brown mm. like in a way that like that's not just like a tan line it's like she's been made up to look like yeah i think there's definitely some brown face shit going on i i've seen it in cart other cartoons like i think they did in fantasia and the greek one or whatever that was yeah. and uh i've seen it in other other old timey shows and stuff where one dude there's just one dude surrounded by ladies in a circle and he's wearing a blindfold and they spin him around yeah. and then he chases them that never happened no, right no no that's never been a thing I, where like, a whole guy a whole group of ladies yeah <laughs> a whole group of ladies is like hey let's get bert in the middle of us spin him in a circle and whoever he catches he gets to kiss and smooches yeah, no, that, that's totally dude fantasy um, okay. I did, I did read on IMDb that was, all this Acapulco stuff was shot in the back lot of the Disney studio. You can totally tell what? that no. it's this very narrow strip of beach with this sand colored wall right behind them. Obviously yeah. it's not like any, anything, any actual beach would ever have. You don't see any water. So it's just a bunch of sand. Like, yeah, Disney obviously just had, there's probably half the girls from the Eakin paint department because there's, I mean, there's obviously yeah. some, like there's some white girls in there too. They're just blonde. So they're not even trying to make, they're not even pretending that like everyone in the scene is a, Hispanic or anything like that, but every every single one of them has your friend's mom's hairdo from the time. I mean, I do like those hairdos. Those are great hairdos. Hey, the, the, mm -hmm. how all the work they had to put into making those like those sculpted 1940s hairdos. I like even now yeah. when people try to recreate that stuff, like they they never be able to seem to do it as well as they always see in footage like this and stuff. But yeah, no, it's yeah. just Donald just tasting all these women all throughout this beach though. That's the, he just wants to yeah, fuck and everybody. them running. Tr Trying to get keep from getting assaulted by Don, that horrible horny duck and his spiral dick. Yeah, and especially horrifying when you got a guy who invented Donald ducking, walking around naked with no pants on. <laughs> oh no, he's got his swimsuit on now. He's got oh, wild, but on. then he gets squirted out of it, so he's running around naked, which is extra. Just like oh <laughs> they, my god, they toss him on. It's totally the secret of Nim thing, where like Donald Duck without his hat and his shirt, you realize oh my god, he actually is naked. It's like oh yeah. my god, no, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. They throw him in the air, then his friends swoop in, take him away from all the ladies that are for sure dead now. <laughs> <laughs> they get back and Panchito's like, are, hey, let's... The ones who are dead are now laying eggs on the beach, yeah. <laughs> let's get back and Panchito's like, hey, check. let's check out the nightlife of Mexico City, if you know what I mean. Nightlife. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm, Nightlife, a nut in the wife. So some lady's head starts floating in the sky, and this is all fucking Night of the Hunter up in here, <laughs> singing about how you, you know belong what? to That's my why, heart. Again, why I love having done the show is you can make references like that. Now we, you know, we, you, know, <laughs> you can make references like that. Mm -hmm. uh, she starts singing about how you belong to my heart, and then now it's ten minutes of music videos. Donald, anytime Donald sings, wah 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 wah. Yeah, this is actually the end. This, this takes us out to the end where it's all Dancing. just like, yeah, her head keeps on popping up in flowers and shit. Yeah, and... a bunch of mouths sing at Donald and give us smooches, except for the one that's down below the camera that you can't see. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, this is. I am scan scanning through it right now, and there's some. You gotta play around with color and stuff, and this is definitely more yeah. abstract. Where yeah, you get to see <laughs> first the the, uh, the lady's face is in a flower, the and then Joe and. Panchito burst out of it. Donald says, I'm tripping balls. What's going on? He starts screaming. And then the, three of, the three of them, the three of Caballeros, have human legs like it's a, a fucking segment <laughs> out of Houseu. Donald it kisses is. the flower. I do appreciate it. They are just fucking around now with the whole format of animation and live mm -hmm. action, which is pretty great. But yeah, actually, that's 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 pretty much the best way to describe it. It's like it's something right out of Houseu, but yeah. Oh my god. Donald kisses the flower. Somebody says, pretty girl. Weird. Uh, and then, uh... Yeah, they're doing lots of crazy stuff with color, too. Again, you can feel the some, impact of Mary yeah, Blair on this And then stuff. A, a lady wearing one of Grandma's starch doilies on her face dances around on, on one of those... Or it's one of those Japanese noodle splash cards. As Donald flies around high as hell like a hummingbird. Yeah, and... Mac on her, too. There's, like, a five-minute shot where the camera's just, like, looking down on her as other, like, flower yeah. decorations and stuff are flying around, and suddenly she spins Donald gets a... surrounded by cactuses, and a lady comes dancing up, and she's got her... She's got her riding crop, and Donald says, Oh, how did you know? And I guess she's, like, a female? Over. Well, no, this is Mexico. I was gonna say maybe she's a female ga gaucho, but I guess not. I mean, we're still... This is Mexican stuff, so... I guess she's just, uh, I don't know what the fuck she is. She's a dancing lady. A dancing lady with a fucking riding crop slapping fucking Donald's asshole. He's being attacked by, like, cactuses that look like him? Uh-huh. <laughs> Donald, Donald dances with the cactuses. They toot like a calliope. Donald watches her change shape into a cactus. And, or Donald, you, you watch, uh... Cactus is shaped like Donald's get changed into the Elder Gods shapes. Oh, they all like pop into nightmares. big purple boner cactuses. Yeah, then she shuffles into the background, changing back into a cactus. Donald runs at her. God, this is And then weird. he's inside of a bull costume thing. It oh, charges at really, Panchito yeah. and Joe, and they cheer him on, and Ole and such. Joe lights a fireworks on the bull's tail. Donald screams from underneath. Joe shoves two fireworks directly in Donald's asshole, lights those. I mean, that's actually what happens. It's not an exaggeration. Yeah. Donald gets mad, collides with the bull, and everything explodes. Fireworks go off. And this, the fireworks say Finn, and then it says, Oops, I mean, uh, Finn. Oops, I mean, the end. Sorry, stupid white Americans. You got it now. The end. Time to leave the theater. Over. We're done with all this Latin American bullshit. 
Mm-hmm. Copyright Disney, 1945. Yeah. I <laughs> still like content, it. There's do some not dumb... steal. Definitely some fast-forward segments and three caballeros or turn and look at Twitter as they're happening. But I, I like you know, the most interesting it. thing about actually maybe about this whole thing is that as soon as it's done on Disney Plus, it kicks you out to the Legend of the Three Caballeros, which is something yeah. I, I, well, I when I was first watching this, I was thinking, well, I guess one of my first notes about this is going to be how, well, and they never did anything with the Three Caballeros again. But I guess just uh, two years ago in 2018, yeah, they tried to do like kind of a DuckTales kind of show about, I guess... Well, they they also show up in an episode of DuckTales. Oh, like the, the new DuckTales? Oh, yeah. that totally makes sense. Um, I wonder if, actually, I wonder if because they show up in the new DuckTales, I wonder if that's how they try to like get their own spinoff here. Because it's definitely that kind of flash-style animation, because I watched an episode of it. Um, and they were also... At, uh, uh, Don Rosa did a comic, The Three Capri, I was right I again. saw that, which totally makes sense. I'm kind of sort of surprised Don Rosa wouldn't have done more of that stuff, because you think they would be perfect. Like, the adventures of The Three Caballeros would be... you think he would have done more of that stuff, like, as much as he did all that stuff with the... I, would, I wonder if he... I wonder if he actually had the characters show up. Like, I wonder if they actually interacted with uh, Scrooge at all. Because um, yeah. you can totally see. I don't remember. I don't remember if I read that. Yeah, or not. assuming they're you know it's all the same continuity, which why wouldn't it be? But yeah, no, this uh, Legend of the Three Caballeros uh, show on on uh, Disney Plus is interesting because yeah, as soon as Three Caballeros is over, it kicks you out to the show, and it's the Three Caballeros, but like they're with a super badass warrior lady. It looks like a uh, Latin American Wonder Woman who's voiced by Grey Griffin who did the voice of like Azula and Avatar the Last Airbender and stuff but I guess the premise of the show is that the three caballeros end up inheriting like some kind of Casablanca kind of bar in South America and they go on crazy adventures and stuff like that but um but yeah that's it's still yeah I guess uh, Panchito and, and Jose Carioca have showed up in more stuff than I thought but still not used that much especially for it's a little sad because so much of the refrain of the Three Caballeros song is like, we're three, we're birds of a feather, we always stick together, we're always, always, always by each other and stuff like that. But yeah, you never, yeah, not, not really. You don't get to see them very often at all. <laughs> God. Not really, no. <laughs> and yeah, Daniel just sent me a, a picture that's just, it's literally just like a drawing of a duck. I guess, <laughs> so I guess Panchito is supposed to be like a Mexican rooster. And yeah. it's a yeah, it's a little parrot, and they're all dressed like uh, oh, is very cute. I did see someone also put it posted on Twitter just uh, a couple days ago. It's I don't know if it's supposed to be combining the three caballeros with an existing anime property, or if it's just the characters reimagined as anime boys. But I did see mm. someone posted a photo of. Let's see if I just type three caballeros into Twitter. Will that bring that up so I could share this with you? But, uh, yeah, three cameos. It's, 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 it's cute. Yeah. Let me see if I can copy, save, um, send this to Daniel. Thank you, listeners, for putting up with this shit. Um, there we go. I do like the drawing of uh, Donald Duck as this, like, little boy who's, like, super aggravated is pretty cute. Um, Mm. it's funny, too, because whoever drew this, like, I guess they did not want to draw a karaoke with either... I could see not drawing him with the cigar, but it's weird they don't draw him with his little umbrella, which is his other prop that he always has. So it's a little harder to parse that's supposed to be Joe Carrier. Well, they also didn't give him his his hat. I know. So it's a little. Why they even bother? Yeah. <laughs> Do I need to go in and edit this to make it look right? Um, also, yeah. the, the Donald Duck kid is wearing pants. 
His dick should be hanging out. Well, so, come on. So. <laughs> yeah, that. Hey, this kid's dick should totally be out. What are we doing? They draw like down. Dun- yeah, Donald Duck's like an angry like twelve year old boy. But anyway, so yeah, that's your caballeros. That's yeah, it's fine. Yeah, another. I like it still. I watched it a lot growing up. God, that's weird because I've never heard anyone talk about like having watched. The I was a huge. I, well, I big big. Donald Duck fan. Yeah. So. Well, like I said, anything with Donald Duck can't be that bad, so I'm glad we watched that stuff. And it was educational. I got to find out more about the... Um, I already forgot the name of it. The, what's the, the South American Cowboys? The Gauchos. Gauchos. And the Pantalones. And the mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The blue. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. What? I'm just watching. Okay, so we've got a bunch of shorts. Our next thing is going to be half a dozen shorts. Uh, mm-hmm. Which... There's a couple uh, goofy shorts. There's some Chip and Dale, which is always good. But then we do have two Pluto cartoons. <laughs> no! Actually, we do no. get exactly six cartoons until the next thing that shows up on our... Oof. Yeah, so... Oh, well. And unfortunately, yeah, this is... We've, I know we've talked about this before, but this is where we're going to have to decide. Yeah, because technically there's six shorts and then it's a miracle on 34th Street. I've decided. I, every time you bring it up, I've said no. No, 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 no. But then, you know, then it's fun and fancy free, which I think is another one yeah. of the package uh, features that I had mentioned at the start of this. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the one with like uh, Johnny Appleseed and all that shit. Uh, then it's like like eight shorts, and then it's uh, the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which I think is another mm. package thing where it's only like forty minutes long, and it's only two long yeah. cartoons. Maybe that. Was and that's a lot. That that's the end of the nineteen forties, and after that, we're we're off to. Uh, the 1950s and the first thing in the 50s is a live action documentary called in beaver valley which i think is a live action documentary about beaver so then we have to decide if we want to talk about well i'll always talk about beavers you know what i say <laughs> well that's but with the 1950s that's when we start getting like more like like yeah we get treasure island we get yeah so within the next month or two we're gonna have to start to decide if we're gonna like yeah, let's see which like are we gonna. I think we'll see how what the, yeah like the there's a lot of nature documentaries. We'll see how the first one goes and decide after. Exactly. That. Yeah, and there's a lot of well, and also some of it is is this all Disney? Because I know like there's the they folded the uh, National Geographic content into Disney Plus too. So some of the stuff I don't know if Disney I don't know when National Geographic started making. Uh, nature documentaries. So I don't know how much of the stuff is actually stuff produced by the Disney Corporation versus well, forgot stuff though. But yeah, like a third of the fifty stuff is all nature documentaries. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to forgot stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll burn yeah, that we'll bridge when we get out. there. Oh, we'll man. burn the hell out of that bridge. I'm torch it with a fucking flamethrower, just like Hank Scorpio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> We should just turn my half of the podcast into just we just talk about Simpsons episode. Yeah, and, uh, we, I try to take on uh, Talking Simpsons at their own game. We you know what we so should do. Of... I want to do. Uh-oh. We should. We should just play. We'll listen to episodes of Talking Simpsons and make fun of the hosts. Over. <laughs> I love the idea of a commentary over a podcast that we had nothing to do with. Uh, yeah, that would be. I'm legal. sure somebody out there does that. Would that be legal? I mean, it's podcasts. Anything, nobody cares. I mean, I guess if we drop their audio into our podcast, that would be illegal. But <laughs> I like the idea of a. Po- I mean, it'd be stupid. Nobody would listen to I it. I like the idea of a podcast <laughs> that is just a commentary mocking someone else's podcast. So every episode, you have to sync up with their new newest episode. 
They're like, oh my mm -hmm. god, look at these assholes. Oh, they th they think Krusty's the funniest character? Well, fuck these guys. I don't know why I'm suddenly mm -hmm. attacking Talking Simpsons from out of the blue. But... I don't either. You're friends with some of those dudes. I know. I like, like, like those. I actually I need to catch Well, you know, I guess... Well, no, I do. Need to, I was going to say I don't need to catch up because I've already gone way past the part of The Simpsons anyone cares about. But then I know they've doubled back and they're redoing the Golden Age stuff. So I still yeah, I actually do need to legitimately catch up with those guys. But anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? What the fuck are you... What are we doing oh, next time? God, oh, God. Oh, God. Do you even know? I know. Have ideas? I know. I know. Uh -oh. I know. Oh, no. I know. There I know it. sounds... Uh-oh. Gotta do it. We gotta do it. Show me the blueprints. What are you talking about? The blueprints. We have to do it. We have What's... to rip off this band-aid. I hate to do it, because I know it's not going to be no. good. No. No. We're going to finish up our mm -hmm. expose on the works of John Hughes with one last goddamn John Hughes movie. Oh. Man, I thought you were going to say Charlie Chaplin for a second. I don't know which I would dread worse. <laughs> I don't know exactly at this point. Although, by, we should be in the quote-unquote good era of Charlie Chaplin, right? Oh, no. God, it's been a while since we've gone back to doing any silent stuff, too. Shit. Um, yeah, no, we're going to... This is this is John Hughes' last teen movie. It's the one... I have actually half as much I want to talk about just because the cast is interesting. We're going to talk about... <laughs> Some like it hot. Am I having a stroke all of a sudden? Yeah. Have, have we talked about some like it hot? Yeah. Because it was the because the, the, they narrowly avoid this for uh, the the Valentine's Day massacre. We're gonna. Yeah. What the hell am I talking about? I We've don't know. So much maybe you'll ground. Maybe you'll forget what you were what you wanted to do and next this, time. This, this is how little. It's funny that I'm trying to announce what we're going to talk about, and even in the announcement, I don't want to say the name of it, because I know it's going <laughs> to lead to tragedy for the both of us. We're going to talk about some kind of wonderful, mm. which is definitely one of the lesser-seen John Hughes vehicles. It's the, yeah, the last teen movie he did. Um, I want to talk about half as much, just because I finally finished the book I was reading about John Hughes, which I'll get into on the podcast. I don't know mm. if it was a waste of time to read that, but it was that even the even the book about John Hughes was pretty repetitive about what a prick he was. Um, mm. So yeah, I guess if you're down with <laughs> then it, then we won't feel as bad about making fun of them. Uh, well, let's put it this way: I, if we do some kind of wonderful next week, I'll have to pick something that's a fun treat for us after that to make up for that. But ah, uh, we'll forgot stuff. But yeah, I just yeah that that's yeah that's the last bit of John Hughes stuff. I'm actually interested in checking. Good. Uh, it's a busha busha. It's got Leah Thompson in it, so it can't be that bad. Nothing. What are you talking about? With, She's in Howard the Duck. Howard, like I said, Howard the Duck is actually. I can't. I can't bring myself to say it's pretty good. It's just not as bad <laughs> as a lot of people. It's it's as bad as some people claim it to be. It's just not as bad as some other people claim it to be. Yeah, mm. it's not pure cancer. It's only half cancer. It's like cancer that gives you a sore throat but doesn't kill you. But. It's like disfiguring cancer. <laughs> what are you talking, talking about? about? Yeah, anyway. Anyway, that was three caviars. Next time, it's <laughs> kind of wonderful. Is it? Whatever. Wait, what is it? What is it? No, I'm just saying, is it? No. Uh, that's going to be the, the joke about, like, it's some kind of wonderful, but is it wonderful? Probably not. Some kind of wonderful? That's... More like some kind of terrible. <laughs> I did it. I made it. I bet there's a review out there somewhere you can find with that. You know you have to be? You're begging to get destroyed when you call your movie some kind of wonderful. You know people aren't going to be. It's like if you call your movie a very good movie. Yeah, <laughs>
<laughs> like you're just dying. You're just banging the critics. Just to, yeah, I know. <laughs> I love the idea. I I thought this was a good movie, so I called it a very good movie. My mama <laughs> liked it. She says she gave it five stars. I named my movie My Mom Thinks I'm Talented. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Which, that seems to be what John Hughes' shtick was towards the end there, but... Anyway, so we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, well, we, 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 I, I don't know if we have to stump for time. This, this is a very short episode. No. That's not... Nah, we're, yeah, we're like, it's an hour and 17. That's, that's not too bad, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, unless you have any 250th uh, podcast belated thoughts to have, because I know you wanted to, you were talking about talking about that, but we never really got around to that on our Hamilton. Oh, that was only if uh, Hamilton ran short, but you had enough to say it sure didn't. Yeah, no. Although, uh, to be fair, at least Hamilton only turned out to be a normal length episode, not especially long, which it could have been, but... Uh, okay, yeah, yeah so I, we're, I guess we're I firmly... Even though we've blown past the 250th mark, I think, was it the end of August that was our first episode? So, chronologically, in terms of, like, time, we're getting up to our fifth anniversary. is going to be in the next week or two, so. Yeah. Uh, Maybe for my next pick after some kind of wonderful, because I think by the time we hit that, we'll be be right around our 50th anniversary. Or 50th anniversary? Fifth anniversary. Maybe I'll pick something. I don't know. We'll, we'll forget something. I don't know what would yeah, be appropriate yeah, yeah. for a fifth anniversary project for the both of us. I don't know. Man. I'm trying to think of anything that you and I love so much that we could. I don't know. We'll have to. Well, we got something. We, we, we got time. It, we got it's not time. like we have to worry about like doing a celebration episode anyway. We just Our keep first on episode came out on August 17th. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it will be. Oh, shit. So, some kind of wonderful will probably be our fifth anniversary. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> We're great. You know what? I was watching a YouTube video. It was the first time I saw someone. Because I'm used to occasionally even other podcasts I listen to will like slip in a burp or something like that. This is the first time I was watching mm -hmm. someone on YouTube burp in the middle of like their YouTube presentation, which is even more awful. Because like on video, it's just more just like someone like, "Hey, I got this new Lego shit." <laughs> Bam. Mm. <laughs> it's like you really can do a retake of that. Yeah. Oh God, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's. He's Mother on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. What? Target Podcast on Twitter. TargetPodcast.com. Share us around or whatever. I don't know, man. We didn't say anything too awful on this episode, so share it. No, yeah, we didn't say anything too bad. And we, we made fun of the midget talk. We proved that we're politically yeah. correct. We're on, the, we're on the right side of history in all arguments. Yay, we did it. Yay, we did it. <laughs> Even though we probably butchered some pronunciations and shit. Yay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we're the two caballeros in yeah, search yeah, yeah. of a third. I don't know who our third... Who would be our third caballero? You know, I wouldn't mind hanging out with a chicken. Yeah? <laughs> There's what what, what kind of chicken? A little bantam rooster? I would like to hang out with a box of KFC... Like a uh, <laughs> bantam rooster, yeah. You know, I didn't realize that the bantam books... Like, I saw there was a chicken label on there. I was like, oh. They named themselves after a chicken. Why? Because bantams are mean. Is that what it... Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. They're little and they're mean. And there's bantamweight boxers, right? So I guess that's... Well, I guess that probably ties into cockfighting, right? Which yeah. ties into three caballeros, because there was cockfighting in this. Because two Walt Disney's trying to beat the... Because <laughs> Donald and Joe got their swords out. <laughs> I just like the idea of a bunch of people like in this underground Mexican fight club where they got two little tiny Walt Disney's trying to kill each other in a ring. 
Oh, it's kind of like the fucking cat juggling, but... What the fuck am I talking about? I need. I, I didn't know, eat man. anything for breakfast for today. I am just rambling. We're trying to ed end this episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's all right. Finn. What were? How did they end the, the the movie? Finn finale. It said Finn, then Fem, then the end. The end. You can't make good uh. fireworks sounds. What designs are you gonna make for your Animal Crossing fireworks tonight? Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Have you already drawn the dicks? No. Have you fired up? Cause like. Uh, Isabel is already yeah. accepting the designs for the fireworks, so you have all day to draw dicks for tonight. Oh. I'm just throwing mm, it out there. I made a yeah. Zelda 2 sprite. Just, mm. just just to be... I'm curious to see what that looks like in fireworks form, but... Yeah, I, I got one or two slots available. I can make all kinds of dicks. Man. All kinds of dicks. Anyhow. Okay. What if you... Um... What? Uh, I was hoping, because, you know, fireworks, like, they'll explode in the air, like, like kind of, like, transpose on top of each other a little bit. Or if you draw, like, mm -hmm. a dick and a pussy... And you kind of no. like make the fireworks look like they're fucking each other in the night sky over your Animal Crossing town. <laughs> <laughs> man, imagine the terror. Because remember when Celeste would let you draw constellations in the sky? I can't imagine no. why they took that functionality out of the game. But if they yeah, do that again, oh my god. Hmm. Anyway, okay, we should probably shut up. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Until next time, player holes. Pop culture. Adios, amigos. <laughs> Take care, guys. Now, I think I did that with Saludos, amigos. Well, no, but it's the same thing as the deleted scene. So, in fact, actually, if anything, I should probably just jump back to that. Cut out the audio as you saying the exact same thing and just put it on the end of here because that's what they do with the movie. It's gonna. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Is this still the podcast? Get the hell out of here. Okay, go Shut on. Up, get out of here, you fucking kids. <laughs> Get off my lawn! <laughs> the last time the episode is a cocked gun. <laughs> Ka-ching. Yeah. Okay, take care. Yeah.